Good morning, Misfits. You are tuning into another episode of the Misfit Podcast. I am your host, Drew Crandall, and I am flying solo today. Uh, this is going to be the last podcast that we post in 2020, and I feel like I have been punched in the face with a few lessons uh, in 2020, and I want to talk about them a little bit. Um, it's a little selfish, cathartic for me, but hopefully helpful you know, for, for the people listening out there, maybe to gain some perspective on what you can do with shitty situations. Um, 2020 has, you know, basically to not sugarcoat it has fucked with me quite a bit. Uh, it's been the most challenging year of my 34 year old life. Um, both from a personal and professional standpoint and basically everything in between. Um, and I truly believe that it would have been without COVID. Um, so you add COVID and the pandemic and all that stuff uh, in there. And this is where this podcast is coming from. Um, the curveball here is that I'm actually glad that all of this has happened. Now, I think it's important to say that I'm not glad that COVID has happened. The pandemic has happened. People's lives have either... Um, you know, been ruined or, you know, obviously, you know, people have had loved ones pass away and everything. I don't, I don't mean it in that sense. Um, what I mean is that the lessons have, have been the types of things that we talk about. We talk about, you know, on the misfit project, we talk about them, you know, throughout all of the media that we make. And we know these things, um, from a practical standpoint, uh, but we still have to execute on them for them to actually, you know, really kind of take hold and impact our lives. It's the whole don't talk about it, be about it type thing. Um, and you'll understand why here in a few minutes, why maybe you could believe me and that this isn't just like a survival tactic, you know, like the room around me is on fire and everything is fine. Um, and I'm going to start with the idea of balance in basically all things being king, the the thing that we're striving for as people, as a society. Um, and that relates to, you know, work-life balance, something that's that's been at the forefront of a lot of people's minds during the pandemic. Um, activity and recovery balance, you know, are you overtraining, under-recovering? You know, a lot of people might be over-recovering um, during what's going on right now. Um, and then like really big picture, the idea of, of taking in ideas that accumulate over time that make up your opinions and your identity versus I'm this, then I'm that. Oh, I just heard this new, like this snippet on the news or wherever on social media. And I'm going to like, I believe that even though I haven't vetted the information, like, and, and I feel like people, including myself, you know, I'm really talking about myself right now is like, it's you're this, then you're this, then you're this, then you're this. And the idea of balancing all of these things in the social media age can be really challenging, but super important. Uh, the lockdown at the beginning was like this reminder or this like realization that we were overworked and overstressed and under, you know, not sleeping enough. And then month, 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 month. And it's kind of gone in the opposite direction, right? So for me personally, my sleep normalized for the first time since I was a kid at the beginning of the pandemic. And then now it's like all messed up again. Um, and I'm really trying to figure out, you know, what is that balance there? How do we, how do we look at these things, 
um, and, you know, really figure out what's going to move the needle for us. There's, there's a reason why I could explain how to be healthy to someone in five minutes. And yet I've dedicated my, basically my entire adult life to convincing people. Right. So it's not as it's the details of it are very simple, how we execute, how we, you know, eating healthy is not super complicated. Being active is not super complicated. Walking outside and getting sunlight, doing all these things aren't super complicated. So then what's the issue? You know, why is there a billion dollar, you know, self-help industry out there? Um, so again, just this idea, this like balance as a means of almost survival at a certain point, it being like really thrown in my face is this lesson where, um, I think, moving forward, I'm going to be able to reevaluate a a bit more consistently rather than driving myself maybe too far in one direction and being forced to, to kind of correct, um, from a business standpoint, it's, you know, a lot of people are dealing with this. It's like, okay, so how do we balance the right mix of collaboration and deep work time? Because at the beginning of, again, at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, I've never got so much work done in my life. This is amazing. Um, but the idea of like isolating yourself when you're supposed to be part of a team and collaborating and knowing that you're going to come up with better ideas if you're working with your team um, is again, another issue of balance. So I, I think a lot of companies are going through this right now. And I think some of them have gone too far and essentially saying you could, everyone can just stay home. It's fine because I don't think that the end product is going to be as good. Um, but at the same time, like how many people joke about meeting after meeting after meeting, like, what am I supposed to actually work? So that would be like balance in the wrong direction of, you know, sort of overcorrecting and saying, we need a meeting about this, 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 and this. And then hopefully, you know, while you're at home, when you're not supposed to be working, you can actually get your work done. Um, moving on from that, this, again, I sort of touched on it already, but this idea of the ancestral health model and how simple it is, um, how simple it is to eat real food, you know, that, that really kind of lines up with the amount of activity that you're doing again, going outside, doing all this stuff. Um, we're missing the main ingredient during the pandemic, which is people, which is each other. Um, and I truly believe that, you know, the, the, the big question, the thing that you would want to be able to crack as a health coach, as a, a gym owner coach, any of these things or, you know, just a peer and helping other people. The thing that needs to be cracked is how do we execute on these ideas? Because again, knowledge is great, but not put into practice. You know, it's, it's almost a little bit worse that you know how to improve and how to get better and you just don't. And I think the missing ingredient for most people is that sense of community. Um, we all know what it's like when you're on a diet and you know, your significant other or all the people around you are not on a diet. It's super challenging, but then you also know what it's like. And we have, you know, so many of us, you know, have the CrossFit gym and we have this model that's put right in front of us. It's like, okay, we've sort of figured out the execution piece on convincing people to exercise, create a community, create a place where, you know, you listen to music and everyone has fun and, you know, it, it's potentially the most painful thing that you do in your entire life, but you choose to do it anyways, because that tribal aspect is there. And to me, that is the missing piece from, from most things when it comes to execution. And I've seen myself fall, you know, fall back into habits that I had before I had all of the knowledge and I'm trying, really trying to like dig in and ask myself if I know 
exactly how to eat or when to go to bed or the fact that like I should still be getting sunlight in the winter. All I got to do is put a coat on, you know, and go outside. If I know all of these things and I know that I will feel better physically, emotionally after doing them, why am I not doing them? Like, what is it that's there? And to me, that missing ingredient is our community, is our people. Um, so it's it's really important to understand that if you're trying to move the needle for yourself or someone else, you need to join in with them um, to be able to get it to really stick. Like, like we can get the motivation to improve ourselves, but that's going to fall by the wayside after a certain period of time. Um, and, you know, I would equate that to, you know, maybe like a fad diet, like a, like a cleanse or a challenge or something like that. We can typically get ourselves to go there, but then if we regress back to where we were, you sort of ask what the point was. Um, the other thing here is I really think we have to stop blaming our drug dealers. Um, the Amazon boxes and the Netflix and the phone in our face, um, we were duped for a while. Like our biologically, we are prone to want to have that dopamine hit. But what's hilarious is about it is the Amazon box shows up and how soon afterwards do you discard or not even give a shit about what was in the box? Like the, the act of buying it on the screen, the act of receiving it, you know, sort of waiting, having that tracking information. It's almost like Amazon should sell empty boxes um, because then you could go through that and probably cost a lot less and you wouldn't have as much shit that you don't need in your house. Um, but at a certain point, we like this has been thrown in our face. This has been thrown in my face personally. Like I have been on my phone more. I have watched more television. I have ordered more things um, than I ever have. And you know, we've we've sort of been complaining about it and not accepting responsibility for the fact that we know, like we're going, we are the ones making the choice to keep going back to the well over and over. And I understand that you know maybe even as or you know as early as just pre-pandemic, we hadn't really caught on to this idea as a society, but it's pretty damn obvious now. It's really obvious that these things are literally controlling us and they provide this teeny tiny dopamine hit. Or when it comes to the screen, like you're, you're almost just mesmerized by the colors um, because we are drawn, you know, to sunlight, it's, you know, a source of you know, getting vitamin D for ourselves. It was, you know, the time as we were evolving that was safe to be outside. And we are being tricked by these things. Now, most of us know that on the other side is a world where you're literally happier, healthier, having more fun. And yet we are back on the couch. And again, like I said before, blaming the drug dealer, right? So it's like they're out there doing that. And at a certain point, once we know that that thing that we kind of got pulled into because we were being manipulated um, was a, a serious problem and not something that we would want to actually do, um, it becomes on us. It really does. So, so for me, that lesson, again, that was truly forced on me is like, you watch so much television. You watch, maybe you watch TV for three, four hours straight on a Saturday or a Sunday. And you're like, what am I doing? Like, like these ideas truly at a certain point get to a place where you can't really hide behind the fact anymore that 
you're, you know, sort of being tricked. Like it's the, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice and so on. Um, so again, the it's, this isn't meant to be preachy. I'm trying to throw in again, that these lessons are, are things that, you know, I'm going through personally currently in real time. Um, but there's something to the idea that we're being the reality of the situation is almost, you know, we're hitting like the fast forward button. Like if this was everyday society and you had less time to do these things, it probably would have taken us a little bit longer to realize that maybe these aren't the solutions to our problems because before we had them in moderate doses and they weren't really helping us out. Now we're getting them in massive doses and they're definitely not helping us out. Um, everyone is having the same conversations about how they feel in the pandemic to a certain extent. Um, so if, if we know what's doing it to us and we're choosing to do it anyways, at a certain point, we really do need to accept responsibility. Um, the last lesson here to me is potentially the most important. And I think maybe an alternative narrative to, to how people have felt during this year. And that is how amazing people are. Um, now for me, I am talking about, you know, to a certain extent, my bubble, my people, my community, you know, my team at work. But I believe that through the right lens, through the right perspective, perspective, you're going to be able to, um, maybe go along with this a little bit more than you think. Now, when you are, playing the long game, it can often feel like a very lonely road. Um, and, and the long game to me insinuates just this idea of doing the right thing, maybe in the shadows a little bit more, you continue to do the right thing. So let's uh, use misfit athletics for an example. You've got this, this community of people that, that, that we are serving and we do sell our programming. Um, you know, that's sort of the main export, but there were years, multiple years, three, four, five years where we didn't charge anything for it. And then once we, you know, sort of gained the trust of our community, we started charging for it so that, you know, we could actually make a living. Um, and from there though, it's sort of spidered out into, okay, how do we continue to provide value and bring other people in? And that's your podcasts, articles, YouTube videos, all the different things that we do. And let's say we do all of those things and don't directly make money off of them. If let's say, you know, membership is going down, the pandemic hits the company and, you know, not as many people are able to afford subscribing or, you know, maybe buying gear or something to that effect. That's when, again, that playing the long game and really feeling like doing the right thing can be super challenging. But the pandemic hits and all of the things that that we do here at Misfit Athletics, Misfit Gym, Sharpen the Axe to try to make a better customer experience and to be involved with the community um, has returned a response that's mind-blowing. We, because of the community, because of the people um, that, you know, again, support us as a small business are, are doing well. Um, you know, we've had a really solid year considering everything that's happened, considering companies that are wondering whether they're going to exist in 2021. So the idea again, that the, the, the long game can be a lonely road. And when shit hits the fan, sometimes it can really feel like, 
you know, why am I even doing this? It could be, you know, on a personal level, why am I a nice person when I always just get shit thrown back in my face? Um, you will get the return that you're hoping for. Um, if you continue to do the right things, it's, it's the, the kind of thing that you're not going to be, be able to have control over. Um, the, the idea of controlling big picture things like that is, is kind of an illusion. Um, but I'm, I'm here to say that doing the right thing pays off. And for me personally, it has paid off in a moment where I needed it more than anything else. Um, the other routes here, when I'm talking about how amazing people are is we've got this filter in 2020 of people being deeply tested. Like, like you are being tested as a human being on a level that is not something that we are used to. It's something where, you know, over the course of six months, you might go through the amount of ups and downs that you normally would in six years. And the specifically the the place that I want to start, um, and I don't want to say actual names because I don't want to forget one. Um, we kind of have a longer list here when you get into, to the gyms. Um, so misfit athletics, sharpen the ax, proper fuel, misfit gym, Portland, CrossFit MF Wyndham, like the team at these places, my team at these places have been tested in ways again, that, that they're really unprecedented, unfounded. And it has proven that the people that work here are even more incredible than we already thought they were. Um, being able to go through this and being able to keep membership, being able to continue to provide content, um, being able to continue to work through, I mean, sharpen the ax specifically, the supply chain issues were an absolute nightmare. Um, and people have stepped up in ways that go so far above and beyond what you would, you know, consider even to be someone's responsibility in, you know, a you know, traditional salaried position. So for me, I'm so grateful to see a group of people be like absolutely put through the ringer and not only survive it, but thrive in it. Like that to me is the kind of, the kind of lesson where you build a level of trust, you know, with your team that will last for an extremely long period of time. Um, Last but not least here is our community is Misfit Athletics subscribers, people that support us, you know, buy gear off, off Sharpen the Axe, Proper Fuel, all of our different projects. We know that you are personally going through a lot of hardships right now, harder to get, be interested potentially in exercising. Um, you know, maybe you're unemployed, maybe, you know, financially there's, you know, a huge hit there and, Again, we've been able to survive during this period of time, and it's a reminder, again, to stick with it. Like This lesson can be extrapolated out to uh, uh, so many different things, and it's really just sort of stay the course, especially when you think that there's like no hope. Um, that is what's going to allow you to come out the other side and realize that you're going to be able to learn from these things. So... That in a nutshell, like I really wanted to have a structure um, so that I didn't go full Ricky Bobby sitting here by myself with the hands coming up. What do I do with my hands? Um, the the ideas are are simply reevaluating to a point where you make sure that your life is balanced. 
Um, we all have different areas of our life where we struggle to find that balance. And those are the places that need our attention. Um, the ancestral health model has been put to the test, especially if you're the kind of person that hasn't thought about it from the standpoint of the people being that main ingredient, that first thing that we need. We need to be around each other. We need to help each other. Um, and then last but not least, I've been absolutely amazed by people in general. And I, and I think that if you look within your community and then if we all collectively look at each other and say, okay, so everyone sits around and talks about how terrible this country can be and how divisive it can be. But, but if each individual community can sit there and point at, you know, five, 10, 15 people, and then us, our entire misfit community and say, these people are amazing, then maybe the narrative is wrong. Maybe it's our perspective. Maybe it's how we're, we're looking at things. Um, and then with this being the final podcast of the year, I think it's important to say, I know a lot of us want there to be like, let's say that there was one magical second between, you know, midnight on 1231 into, you know, 1201 AM on, on January 1st, this magical gateway that we get to walk through. Like, unfortunately that does not exist. Um, there's nothing that's going to be different, but the perspective change, the idea that you can say, okay, it is a little cheesy. I'm going to build my own gateway. Like I am going to say, I'm going to mark a line in the sand and say, I'm going to commit to challenging and updating my perspectives, seeking balance and remembering to be a patient person to play that long game. When shit hits the fan, you stay the course, you go through it, you come out the other side better. Um, you wouldn't want that gateway to exist. You wouldn't want something else to have control over what is going on with you. So while the idea of it does sound fun, you know, January 1st, you wake up, you're like, wow, I feel great. January 1st is the best. Um, you can create that. You can create the gateway. You can challenge yourself again to look at things through different lenses to see how I could have the worst year of my life, like 2020, sorry, but go fuck yourself. Uh, but also 2020, thank you because man, it's, it's been an eye opener in so many ways. And if I can get through it, if I can come out the other side and look around me and be like, I'm so thankful for, you know, my team here. I'm so thankful for these lessons that were built in. I know that you guys can do that as well. All right, ladies and gents, that was another Misfit Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to go ahead and skip the ads in this one and just say, go out there and support your local small businesses. Um, you know, really important to, to keep doing that so that when things get back to normal, uh, we have some places, you know, to go eat and go have fun and all that good stuff. Um, I just want to end this by saying thank you to all of you, everyone who has supported us, whether you follow the blog or you just listen to the podcast, you read some stuff every once in a while, you do the misfit wad. Um, all of you are part of our community and we are extremely thankful and grateful for you guys. So, uh, Thanks again, and let's go to 2021.